You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! What's your administration position on gun control? It is complicated. If the bad guys got guns, then I'm strapping up too. We cannot dismiss the idea that we are just feeding into a vicious cycle. Find whoever did this. I have to before he does it again. This is a problem that the Green Arrow can't solve. another episode of the legendary flashing arrows of tomorrow where this week aaron and i are sitting down to take just one shot of dc take aim <laughs> we know maybe in more ways than one Man. uh but we're only we're only taking one shot this week of dc on the cw uh i as per usual uh and as per my usual standards of professionalism did not bother to take a look at the release dates for Flash and Legends of Tomorrow's next episodes, not realizing that they were taking a week off. And you'd think by now, we've been covering these shows since season one of The Flash, uh, that I'd be used to the fact that they just take random weeks off for no real reason sometimes. All the time, yeah. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, and I paid the price yet again. There was but one episode... And you could imagine the disappointment on my face when I realized that it would just be Arrow we'd be talking about this week. But it's been better, like as a whole this season. Yes, the last week's episode I hated with a fiery passion. Really? Uh, not because it was particularly bad. I was just bored to tears with it. I just <laughs> I didn't care. They took they took the flashbacks Oliver's been having and just made it like not a flashback. Like what if we did the flashbacks but made it like not a flashback. And I like I, how they're flashing back to season one now essentially. Yes. Um it was also now that I realized that uh Oliver said he spent five years on the island, which is of course mm-hmm. bullshit. He didn't spend five years on the island. He spent no. at least a couple of years in, like, a year in Russia. He, and he's a year there for, in... like, six weeks, probably. Like, yeah, that's yeah, about yeah. it. <laughs> and uh, this is supposed to be the end of that tale. Uh, yes. And uh, I remember Glenn and I last year, or maybe even the year before, theorizing that, well, they had a really good plan for, like, years one and two. Uh, but they don't, they don't really have anything for three and four. But I bet they've probably got a good plan to close it out. And uh, so far, not so much on the closing out his five years away journey. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, because this is the last season they're, they're, they're supposed to be doing the flashbacks, right? I mean, presumably, I mean, maybe they'll go into flashbacks for other people. They have done that from time to time. They did it with this week's episode. Right. So, 
Uh, speaking of this week's episode, let's just talk about it. It's season five, episode 13, called Spectre of the Gun. And no, it is not the original series episode of Star Trek by the same name. Uh, <laughs> after having watched this, I did, in fact, kind of long for that original series Star Trek episode, though. Uh, also titled Spectre of the Gun. But let's talk about what happened. Is that one of the ones where they traveled back in time? No, no, no. This one is they are on a, a planet and they are forced to... Uh, some aliens, like, force them to uh, to survive in what is essentially a recreation of the Battle of the OK Corral. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not a great episode, oh, but... Should take Google. I gotta watch that like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not a great episode, but uh, I'm pretty sure I liked it better. But you rather would have watched that than watch this than watch this episode of Arrow, is what you're telling me? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well let's talk about the the episode. Uh, oh, where do we start? Uh, so Renee Wild Dog is now working for. The former Captain Lance, as his assistant, in the, he's the assistant to the assistant of the assistant of the mayor or whatever his position <laughs> is. Um, when an armed man attacks City Hall and kills and wounds several staff members, Felicity, using her cheaty hacktivist drive that she received a couple episodes back, identifies the shooter as James Edland, a former clerk. And gun control proponent who lost his family in a shootout months ago. That's important to the plot, so everybody remember the remember that. Uh, Thea and Quentin encourage Oliver to deal with the situation as the mayor, not the vigilante. However, the latter decides to work with the city council uh, for a gun control act. If you couldn't tell, this was an episode about gun control. Uh, Renee and Curtis locate Edlin's hideout and find his next target where Oliver confronts Edlin as the mayor and dissuades him from killing anyone else, convincing him to surrender. Oliver reaches uh, an agreement with the council over his gun control act. And Curtis, uh, well, I was going to read this sentence, but it doesn't make sense unless I read this next part first. Uh, in flashbacks, we learn about Renee's backstory a little bit. Uh, he watched his wife, a drug addict, be killed by a dealer, which is not entirely 100% true, in front of uh, in front of his own daughter, Zoe, who was transferred into foster care after the incident. And, and he's very pro-gun, and Curtis is very anti-gun, anti and oh, they yes. argue about it a lot throughout yes. the episode. Uh, until and Curtis... then Fel Felicity is basically, you know, just telling, like, you shut the fuck up. Until Curtis... Uh, Felicity, who, by the way, was shot multiple times and for a while... <laughs> Paralyzed by said gun gunshot. Yes, <clears throat> no longer cares to. Didn't want to talk about guns. Yeah, um, didn't affect her in any way. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, after learning about this Renee's backstory, Curtis promises to help Renee get his daughter back legally. Uh, and meanwhile, John Diggle convinces uh, Diana Drake to return to normal life, and she enlists in the SCPD. And that seems to be involving Diggle's penis also. Yes. Is what they're forecasting with that. You see Diggle's arms in this episode? He's monstrous. He holy He's shit. so massive. Oh my god. His arms are so huge. 
they're gonna have to widen door frames like around the arrow <laughs> cave just for Dickel to get in and out, dude. He's a he's a mountain. Well, because this episode starts the, in the way that a lot of these episodes start with just people sparring with with like bow staffs. Yeah, you got to be sweaty and hot in the first couple of minutes. That's, That's right. how you hook them. Uh, so you weren't kidding. You were posting about this a couple days ago when the episode aired in our our uh, our Facebook group chat, and you're talking about the the preachiness of this and uh and even if they're preaching to the choir which in this case with me they're they're kind of doing it this is like a very bad preachy political episode yeah on a on a lot of on a, so you've got uh you've got uh renee who is supposedly very pro-gun you've got uh you've got curtis who is vehemently anti-gun and you've got a bunch of people in the middle, and they argue a lot. You've got Oliver, uh, rightfully, by the way, saying... Oliver's like, whatever, just don't take my arrows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oliver, by the way, is rightfully, when, when questioned about his stance on gun control, says it's complicated, which, of course, it is. Very Facebook answer of him. Thank you, Oliver. It is. <laughs> and, you know, like, the whole thing with Curtis and Renee this whole episode is they basically lived out a real life conversation about this subject on the internet where one side was right about some stuff and wrong about others. And the other side was right about some stuff and wrong about others, but they were both convinced that they were 100% right and did not realize that some of it was right and some of it was wrong. So they lived out a, they lived out an internet comment section in a lot of their arguments at the end of the episode, Oliver. I don't know if it was a comment section because nobody insulted each other's mother. Well, that is also true. Yeah, <laughs> nobody like Renee never called uh, Renee never called Curtis a a cuck who needed to be in a safe space. So right. it, it was clearly not word for word. But uh, yeah, I mean, so at the end of the episode, Oliver waves a magic wand and creates a magical gun control bill that apparently doesn't take away any rights or do anything, but it apparently solved their gun control issues. They never actually mention what's in it. He's just like, we made a law and it protects everybody equally. It's amazing. Yeah. It actually kind of sounded like Trump a little bit there. Pretty actually. Trumpy with his yeah, <laughs> description on it. It's just the best law. It works for everybody. You don't need to read it. Moving on. Uh, the thing that really weirded me out was Renee's backstory. So his, his whole backstory was, to me, it came from like this flawed perspective at first until we saw how it ended. He was like, right. he's like, oh, I'm pro gun because if I had had my gun, I could have saved my wife's life. And I'm like, oh, well, I mean, that's kind of a flawed perspective, but I can understand it. It's like, you know, you have no way of knowing for sure if you would have really saved your I, wife's I life I think he meant if you would have, you know, if she would have allowed him to leave with it, you know what I mean? Perhaps. It's like he would have come home with it. Perhaps. Uh, but ultimately, what we're shown is that through an incredibly freak, and I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive, I, I, I wonder what the odds of this actually occurring are. <laughs> But through a, a crazy, like, Rube Goldberg-esque device-type scenario, his gun actually ends up killing his wife. Because the, the there's a drug dealer who's come to get his 500 bucks from his wife who hasn't paid up. And uh, their daughter comes in, Mommy, what's wrong? And the drug dealer, for some reason, instead of continuing to hold on to the woman uh, at gunpoint, decides to discard her for some reason and throw her. And she hits her head and falls on the floor. And then takes some shots at Renee. Renee gets his gun out of the safe. 
and then shoots this drug dealer, who then, presumably dead, falls to the ground. But as he falls, his hand hits, and the gun goes off. Presumably, I mean, that's crazy enough, coincidentally, as it is. But to add to the further craziness, the gun, apparently, when his arm hits, is pointed right at where Renee's wife, her head is at, after she hit her head and fallen, and his wife was shot in the head and killed. Correct. If that were me, that would have dissuaded me from you. It's like, shit, I shot this guy, and then he fell. If I had never shot this guy, maybe my wife would still be alive today. Maybe we could have gotten out of the situation. But or no, if he would have shot him sooner, you know what I mean? Everything perhaps, would have been fine. Perhaps. Uh, I thought you this see? would have... Congratulations, I, Arrow. You got people talking about it. I Way to go. Would have, I thought this would have dissuaded him, but... Uh, Boy, this episode did. was so preachy, though, man. It, oh, my God. Yeah. And some of the... Like I said, it was like watching Fern Gully or, or fucking Happy Feet. It's like, Jesus Christ. Uh, and a lot of the performances in this episode were not good. Ooh, I, I did not like a couple lot. of them were a little heavy handed this week. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I mean, look, I've complained about this Renee, the wild dog character, for a while on this show. And I, I like the character. I mean, by and large, he fits, he fits a certain. Like performance wise, he does... I like him better than Ragman. He's you know, oh, he, yeah, at least yeah, he had yeah. there's a definition to him, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, the and I mean, there, there are some things here. Like, I like that they did a flashback about him. I wish they had yeah. done that about all of the new team members so right? we could get to know those characters a little bit. You know, I'm now finding out about Renee like many, 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 many episodes after he's already joined the show. Uh, but what hurts it for me is that like I was about to say he's performance wise, he definitely works well in some things, uh, trying to get like human emotion, like a person sometimes doesn't work so well with this guy. His like phone call about how his kid was being taken away, which by the way, seemed dubious at best. (laughs) Like somebody had broken into their home. Like his daughter was there. He could have said like, my dad stopped this man. And they're like, right. oh, it's too fucking dangerous for you to be in that house. Right. Because your dad used a gun to protect you from a from a violent criminal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, like he went from screaming like, how can you take my daughter away? And then he just goes, I'm so sorry. Uh, please, please. Yeah, he didn't really sound sorry when, <laughs> no. when, he was, when he was apologizing. It's like him and then it was this James Edlund guy. Who like? Oh yeah, was, what the fuck was that? Was, was hell bent. He's like, we're oh. all mad. I'm gonna kill everybody. Blah blah blah. And Oliver talks to him for five seconds, and he's like, oh, you know what? You're right. Now I'm gonna kill myself. And then Oliver's like, no, don't kill yourself. And he's like, oh, okay, you're right. I won't. Right. Like, this dude. Uh, it's just so much of the. It's like is Oliver a Jedi? What the fuck did I miss? What Jedi, happened? He Jedi mind tricked him into just doing. Well, he did. He, he stood down like both SWAT teams with just his hands too. Just, he didn't even say you know back off to them. He just mm-hmm. held his hands up and Jedi him, and they stopped. Yeah, you want to go home and rethink your life. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he's already Batman. Why not make him Luke Skywalker or Obi Wan too? Sure. Uh, yeah, I just he can have a light waiver. <laughs> Just a slightly ripped off names kind yeah. of sound vaguely familiar. Yeah, uh, yeah he was. Uh, he really, he really knows how to speak to these guys. Uh, this Oliver Queen. Uh, yeah, I just it was it was a preachy episode, but it wasn't v- preached very well. It was yeah. It was very poorly preached. Yeah, and this is and so this is it was and like this being is, preached at <laughs> right, and this is somebody who's kind of 
and at least in my case, they're preaching at somebody who's kind of like wants to be with them. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm for relatively common sense gun control type stuff. And I was, so they're kind of, I'm the choir they're supposed to be preaching to. And I was just like, this was very poorly handled. And there's a lot of, I didn't, there are a lot of performances I didn't think were very good, but like, oh my God, they just never stopped with the, with the stuff about the guns. Like they just, I mean, we've been known for our poor ham fisting, but right. They made us, they made us look pretty good by comparison in this episode. Every chance they had to squeeze something in, they most certainly did. I, I don't know what, uh, this, this episode angered me. I, I think it was because I was, I was just bored to death by last week's episode combined <laughs> with the fact that I did not get my flash or my legends of tomorrow this week. That does hurt. This yeah. wasn't, this wasn't good, especially since I was looking forward to attack on goddamn gorilla city. Yeah. Next That's week, a, man. I know. I know it's, and it's a two-parter. I was so excited, and then we didn't get it. And I'm like, shit, I'm just stuck with Arrow, aren't I? And then I watched this episode, and maybe it was... I don't know. Maybe maybe you can bring me down. Maybe maybe I, in fact, lowered you to where you're like, now this is a bullshit episode. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on the episode? Oh, no. It was absolute horseshit. Okay. <laughs> it was okay, just so, so heavy-handed. It was, it was clumsy. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I get what they were trying to do, but it could have been done so much better. But they were trying so hard to toe the line on either side. It was just... It it wasn't done well. I mean, you know, a, a lot of shows they do, you know, episodes like this where you know they tackle a serious issue and they get both arguments, you know. And sometimes they're done well. Most times they're dog shit. So yeah, this was just one of the ones. It was just complete crap. Add it to the pile, and the whole everybody. and the whole Diggle Dinah thing. That's what I think. That's what bothers me the most about the episode mm-hmm. is that I mean, you know, Diggle from day one has loved nobody else uh, but his wife, and, and yep. you know, out of nowhere is just, you know, a, a new person added to the team and he's already, you know, doe eyed at her. It like oh, yeah. instantly, it's just, Oh, she's a vigilante and a cop diggle right. boner. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, I, I've also, uh, I love the, uh, the whole Felicity Felicity's using this, this hacktivism drive that was given to her a couple episodes <laughs> back. And, I love that the character is is wary. They're like, "Oh, you're doing a great job. How'd you find out all this information?" She's just like, "Oh, I I don't know. I guess I'm just really good at what I do." And then she like leery eyed looks at like the right. drive or whatever, hoping they won't notice. You know, hoping that the the mayor who is secretly lying to all of his all of his constituents, not telling them that he's a vigilante who is hurt and maimed and killed people, she's worried that he will find out that. She's using a drive to, to spy on people, to find out information, to, to stop bad guys. She's very concerned about this. Yeah. Or the fact, I mean, why <laughs> so would they even silly. notice a random USB plugged in throughout the millions of them that are in, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, In yeah. both her consoles. Her leering at it is probably going to draw more attention to exactly. it than anything like, what, else. What the fuck are you looking at? You know what I mean? It's, it's like, right. stop staring at it. I don't know. Right. Maybe she... Maybe it, she's thinking I shouldn't have put that label on there that says it was a really hacktivist drive or something. It was really poor timing for Arrow to have one of their shittier episodes on during the week where you know it it stood out by itself. If you would have buried it in with Flash and Legends, you know what I mean. It mm-hmm. you know it, we might not be hating on it as much, but God, yeah, yeah, but yeah. on a week when both other shows are off, this is really one where they should have just. You know, par for the course. Oliver growling at people, random throwaway villain. You know, and 
push off the gun control up still till next week. This is like this is like one of those one of those weeks in like late nineteen ninety nine where <laughs> Monday Night Raw was canceled by the dog show and Nitro was unopposed and they had a chance to really show people they still had it. Uh-huh. And they put a dog shit episode out there. Yeah. And it reminded people even further why they didn't like WCW anymore. Right. Squeeze in a wrestling reference, everybody. Who the fuck uh, wants to see Bagwell and Steiner again? You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to see DX, The Rock, and Stone Cold. Yeah. But that's what we got here. We got Scott Steiner versus Buff Bagwell. Oh, Jesus. Is that how is that how we're going to rate the episode this week? <laughs> yeah, I think. Not even Geek Glass. Uh, just leave it right there. Yeah, this was... Uh, Steiner Bagwell. Yeah, this was uh, Brian Knobs versus The Wall. Oh, Jesus. Uh, in a hardcore match. I think that's what this... Week's episode was. That's not an unfair uh, rating, I think. <laughs> no, not entirely. Uh, well, I, I guess what what would you give this week's episode? <sighs> Two. Mm, okay. I, no. Shit. I got to go one. It was terrible. Okay. It was really bad. Well, that's good. I was feeling really shitty there for a second until you said one because I gave this one and a quarter. Oh, so, so you were more generous. Oh, I was more generous. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, I felt, I felt a little, I felt a little bad. Well, I mean, look, there, there was some stuff that I enjoyed. It's just that they. What did you enjoy about it? I should, I okay. Let me, let me rephrase. There were concepts that I enjoyed. The idea <laughs> of the concept, but they fell flat. Like I but mentioned, the, but give, shouldn't that make you like it less? <laughs> I'm trying. Look, I was. I'm, I'm trying not to be 100 percent negative. Uh, that's what that's what I do on the Hope Spot show. That's where I'm 100 percent negative about everything. Right. Uh, I wasn't actually on the last episode, but I was pretty close. Uh, <laughs> no, the I like the concept of doing a backstory for Renee and some of the other characters. Like that'd be nice to get to but, see. But that like, could have Diana been done Drake's separately backstory. from like it, it's just I don't know the, the whole. Oh, it's sure. just Yeah. Sure. I mean, this was a failure of epic proportions. I think they but. should recognize the caliber of show they are and not, you know what I mean? Why? Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. They didn't even have any cool fight scenes. I was bored to tears with yeah. last week's episode. At least that had some fight scenes that were okay. Yeah, I had some this cool had, stuff to watch this week. was pretty pretty bland. This had nothing. Well, anyway, on to happier things. Uh, that, will, <laughs> that will actually end up being next week's episode. Uh, would we Is finally- Arrow off next week? Um. Mm-mm. Okay, so it's on. All right. It so all on. the shows are on next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna get. Uh, we so we finally will talk about the next episode of the Flash Attack on Gorilla City, part and, one. Uh, part one, and we will finally get to talk about DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Camelot three thousand, mm-hmm. and uh, we will also be talking about season five, episode fourteen of Arrow, called the Sin Eater. Oh, God. 